is everybody in is everybody in the podcast is about to begin graveyard grumbler podcast hello everyone welcome to episode 39 of the graveyard grumbler podcast i am your host tino romero jr aka the graveyard grumbler today's episode is going to be one of several in the scary urban legend game category for those of you who aren't familiar, the scary urban legend games include Charlie Charlie and Bloody Mary. So we uh, today's game, the game of choice today is called The Midnight Game, which is a pretty fucked up game. I initially heard about it from my kids and my middle child and her best friend both decided not to try the game and I'm glad they didn't. So before we get into it, quick announcement. This Sunday, 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 Sam, the host of Urban Legends and Other Dreadful Curiosities, will be joining me on the podcast. She released an uh, an episode on the elevator game, which I listened to, and it inspired me to release my own episode of the elevator game. She mentioned Elisa Lamb a little bit. I mentioned Elisa Lamb a little bit. So her and I are going to collaborate and release an episode discussing Elisa Lamb's mysterious death and have fun and find out why she started the, her podcast. So hopefully everyone enjoys that episode, but let's get into the midnight game because I'm sure like myself, everyone else is curious on what the hell is the midnight game. So what is the midnight game? It is believed that the midnight game was once an old pagan ritual used as punishment for those who dared to disobey the gods. This claim hasn't been confirmed. So right off the bat, that's a fucked up game. If if the pagans are using it to punish people who disobeyed and disrespect the gods, then that's that's not that's not that's not a good start to what this game is gonna bring. So how do you play? What kind of things are you gonna need? So first, the in, the accessories you're gonna need. You'll need one candle, one lighter or a book of matches, one piece of paper, one writing implement, one pin like a stick pin, one wooden door, it's going to, the door has to be closed and salt. So since I started my podcast, I started learning more and more about certain things that help protect you from entities. And I know for a fact that by having salt, you're going to need it to protect yourself from something that's fucked up. And I might get goddess guidance back on the show for her professional opinion to help me go over ways to protect yourself from this creepy ass game so instructions all right so let me get let me get a disclaimer in no way shape or form am i encouraging anyone to play this game i am not saying that this game is safe nor am i saying that you should run out and go do it however if any one of my listeners decides to play this game please let me know how it went graveyardgrumbler at tomail.com or graveyardgrumblerpodcast on instagram i'll be more than happy to hear your story and have you on the show so let's get into it. Instructions. Number one, begin prior to midnight. Number two, write your full name, first, middle, and last on a piece of paper with your writing implement. Prick your finger with the pen and squeeze until a drop of blood appears. Dot the blood on the paper and allow it to soak in. Three, turn off every light in your home. Four, place the paper with your name and blood on it in front of the closed wooden door. Light the candle using the matches or lighter and place it on top of the paper. If you are using a taper, make sure it is placed in a candle holder. 5. Knock on the door 22 times. The final knock must occur precisely when the clock chimes at 12 a.m. Open the door, then blow out the candle and close the door. 6. 
relight your candle immediately. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So we're already fucked up there. Why? Why? I mean, what kind of what what, what kind of demon are we summoning here? I got to prick my, my finger, draw some blood and put that shit on some paper. Am I filling out a job application where I need to put my first, middle, initial? I need to put my surname. Do I need my social date of birth? What? <sighs> That's too much information for me to be uh, just to summon Midnight Man. And uh, I, I think I have better luck just using a lighter instead of a book of matches. I'm not going to try to strike a match if something's chasing me and trying to fuck me up. I think a lighter would probably work a lot easier. <laughs> And why do I have to knock on the door 22 times? You know, when you're knocking, you're going to one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, shit. What number did I start off on? So you got to start all over. So does that count towards your 22 count? Or do you say, hey, pause. Let me erase the first several knocks so I can start all over. And do you know how precise your timing would have to be to get your knock right on right at 12 a.m.? I mean, you would have to have one of those uh, analog, not analog, but digital clocks with the seconds so you know exactly when to time it, you know? I don't know. That seems like a lot of work just to play this game, but I'm not going to. So if you if you if you light the candle and you put it on the piece of paper with all your information on it, with the blood on it, what happens if it catches fire? <laughs> you won't even know that, that your house is on fire until all you're all burnt up and shit. So let's keep going. So what's the main event? What's the whole purpose of this? So let, let's let's continue reading about this one. Keeping your candle in your hand and your salt and matches lighter close by, begin to move about your home. 2. Should your candle go out, you must relight it within the next 10 seconds. If you are successful, continuing moving about your home. Do not stop moving until 3.33 a.m. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I have to walk around my house in the dark with a damn candle until 3.33 a.m.? That's three. That is three and a half hours from midnight until 3.33 a.m. that I have to continue walking around in the dark with just a candle. That's already freaky enough. Could you imagine what kind of uh, mind or what kind of games your your mind is going to play on you? What kind of of tricks your eyes are going to be playing on you? You're going to start seeing random shit. You're going to be running through your house with a lit candle. And, you know, if you're walking or if you walk under your vent and your air conditioner kicks on, and your your candle goes out, you have to relight that shit within well, how many seconds? Within 10 seconds. If not, you're going to get fucked, I guess. I mean, what, what else is there? I mean, it, it's not it's not really telling me exactly what's going to happen. If you are unsuccessful in relighting the candle, immediately surround yourself with a circle of salt. Remain inside the circle until 3.33 a.m. Now, I'm not sure if, if my listeners have ever watched SpongeBob SquarePants, which is one of my favorite shows ever. But there's that one episode where SpongeBob and Patrick was, were telling uh, Squidward about the sea bear. And one of the ways to protect yourself from the sea bear is to draw a circle around you. And <laughs> so Squidward draws the circle around him and the sea bear keeps fucking Squidward up because uh, SpongeBob is yelling, that's an oval. That's, you know, he starts naming off all these oblong shapes other than a, a, a full circle. So the sea bear just keeps beating the shit out of Squidward. I mean, that, that I see myself in that similar predicament or that similar situation where I pour a circle of salt around me, but it's not a perfect circle. So I keep getting my ass beat by whatever entity. Well, the, the entity that's coming out is called the midnight, the midnight man. So I keep uh, I'm going to keep getting my ass beat until I create a perfect circle around me when made out of salt. <laughs> And plus, I can't even play that game. You know how my wife would be very upset with me, but if I use an entire canister of salt just to protect me from getting my ass beat from the Midnight Man, I can't play that game in my house. I'm, I, I'd get in trouble. That doesn't make any sense to me right now. <laughs> 
So, all right. So uh, the ending to at 3.33 a.m., it is safe to stop moving or to step outside your salt circle. You may also turn on the lights and the game is over. Now, if you know about urban legend games and other creepy shit like the elevator game, you know that that's not the end of it. So I wanted to give you all that information first before I tell you what might happen, what can possibly happen and why you shouldn't really play this game. It's kind of jacked up, huh? Yeah, I know. I know it is. But I wanted to leave the climax towards the end. I mean, that's where most people want, right? There's a climax at the end. You can't climax at first and then it's over. You're like, all right, what do I do now? You know. So what are you inviting into your home? The invitation welcomes an entity known as the Midnight Man. The goal of the game is to avoid meeting the Midnight Man in the dark. Continually moving about your home will make it more difficult for him to find you. Should you stop moving at any point, he will catch you. Accounts differ as to what will happen. If you're caught by the Midnight Man, some claim he will induce a hallucination of your worst fear until the end of the game. Others claim that he will remove your organs one by one. So it doesn't matter what happens. If you keep, if you get caught by the Midnight Man, he's either going to gut you and remove all your organs and you're going to die, or he's going to induce uh, hallucinations of your worst fears until you pretty much kill yourself, I'm guessing, until you your mind blows up or you're just overloaded with fear. You know, fear makes people do a lot of crazy things. You know, fear makes people lash out. Fear makes people freeze up. Fear is a really, really strong, strong thing to have control over. If you're afraid, I mean, for a lot of people, if you're, if your worst fears are exposed, you're, you're going to be immobilized. You can't do much because that is your worst fear. And a lot of people have fears, you know, Oh, and you know, I'm afraid of spiders. I'm afraid of snakes. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of whatever, whatever it is your, your deep fear is. But personally, or I feel that there's something deeper that you don't want to share with anyone because you're afraid that people might use that against you. So I think on top of your regular fears, you know, bugs, uh, strangers, guns, water, I think there's something deeper that you fear more than, than the, than your regular fears, you know? So I think that the midnight man will actually use your deepest, darkest fear against you in the hallucination to really, really screw you up. I mean, what's worse getting killed right away by having your organs removed or suffering from your feared induced hallucination. And it's kind of a toss up. If you ask me, what's worse getting, getting your organs taken out or having a hallucination of your deepest, darkest fear. So now that I said that, close your eyes. You know, you don't have to turn the lights off if you don't want to, but close your eyes, stay completely quiet for a second and think of that one fear, that one deep, dark, horrendous fear that you have that you've never shared with anyone, not your spouse, not your best friend, not your mom, not, you know, no one that that's that one deep, dark fear that, that you have inside of you. Now, imagine it being after midnight, and the midnight man has caught you and now you're hallucinating that deep, dark, horrible fear. How do you feel? What do you do? And what would you prefer? Damn, that's kind of crazy. Let me know what you think. You know, email me graveyardgrumbler at mail.com or DM me and Graveyard Grumbler podcast on my Instagram because that's some that's some crazy shit right there. That, whew, 
So how do you know if the midnight man, how do you know if everything is successful? How do you know? So, you know, if you're in the dark, how do you know if the midnight man is close to you and you're about to get fucked up? Other than that weird feeling that someone is staring at you or the the hairs in the back of your neck stand up. How do you know that they're near? So here are some right here. Sudden drops in temperature. The sound of a soft whispered with no discernible source. Oh, could you imagine that? Ugh. You're sitting in the corner or you're, you're, you have your back turned and you're creeping through the house because you don't want to trip of stuff. Oh, you don't want to trip over stuff, obviously. And you also have your candle lit and then all of a sudden you hear, I'm right behind you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> you're not far away from me. I can see you. <laughs> but you can't see me. <laughs> and then you, you hear that whisper. But you have no idea where it's coming from. Number one, because it's in the dark and your 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 senses are heightened. So you hear that whisper coming from all around the room and then you start sprinting through the house and then bam, you fucking crash and burn and you're, you're all jacked up because you tripped over something. Damn. So the appearance of a humanoid figure within the darkness. Now, that's what I was wondering about. I, I'm pretty sure that often the distance you can see. A humanoid shape off in the distance, you know, and the closer you get to it, it's either going to be there. Well, according to to the rules that if as long as you have your your candle lit, you'll never come encounter with the midnight man. I guess he's afraid of light or whatever it is. But if off in the distance where the light doesn't touch, you can see the humanoid figure in, off in the distance. And that's when you know that the midnight man is is close to you. Now, I wonder if the hat man and the midnight man are in cahoots. Are they brothers? Are they cousins? Or is it just, you know, two separate entities altogether? I'm not sure what, you know, with with the with the midnight man, it doesn't really give information on what kind of entity it is. It doesn't tell us if it's a demonic one or if you know what i'm guessing it is a demonic one since you have to invite it and and bring it to your house with blood most uh, most demons or most demonic evil evil entities like blood to be summoned because it gives them life or whatever it is but uh, as a as a demonologist as a self-proclaimed demonologist I, I actually have to do more research on on why evil entities and demons enjoy uh, blood and, and everything I'm, I'm guessing it gives them life you know that's at least that's my thought or like hell you know this person is willing to sacrifice and share a little bit of their blood so why wouldn't you know i think they'd be okay with me getting you know fucking them up and the worst one the candle goes out so you're just you're just standing there chilling walking around slowly in the dark so you hear whispers you see a humanoid figure off into the darkness and then you uh you, you know it gets cold just in that little area the temperature drops and then your candle goes out see me personally, I wouldn't carry a box of matches. It would be a lighter that's filled 100% full, uh, full of fuel. That way, I, one click, one start, and my, my shit's going to come back on. That's uh, that's guaranteed that I'm not going to use no goddamn book of matches. Why would it wouldn't make any sense for using any matches? Even if you use the wooden, like the, the cool wooden strike anywhere matches, you're so nervous and scared that you're going to smack, you're going to strike it too hard and you're going to break the goddamn match. And then you're, you're going to get jacked up by the by the midnight man. Just use a lighter. Make sure it's full. That's what I would do. Oh, boy, I tell you. So should you experience any of the first three occurrences, leave the area immediately. Should you experience the fourth occurrence following the previously given instructions, relighting the candle within the next 10 seconds will keep the midnight man temporarily at bay. Should you fail to perform this action completely, the salt circle will do the same. Do not fail to do either. 
There are no known methods to abort this game. Holy shit sticks on a nutballs. So you're telling me that if midway through the game and you start getting creeped out and completely terrified and the midnight man hasn't even grabbed you yet, there's no way for you to stop the game. You know, at least when you're playing Nintendo, you can just turn the fucking game off and then it's over. There's no save options. There's nothing. It's, it's over. But if I'm playing the midnight game, I can't stop. I can't abort. I can't say, hey, abort mission, abort mission, because there's no way to do it. So if you don't if you don't finish the game properly at 3.33 a.m., does the game just continue? Is it like one horrible loop over and over and over? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm curious. I can't find any information about what happens by trying to abort the mission. I'm thinking that if you try to abort the game, the Midnight Man is just going to laugh at you and he's going to get you and, and tear your ass up. That's what I'm thinking. See, and then again, with the salt, if you if you can't relight your your candle within 10 seconds. Now, 10 seconds is a pretty, pretty fast time, amount of time. You know, you think right now, oh, you know, 10 seconds isn't that big of a deal because you're not in a stressful uh, situation right now. But if you were in a stressful situation and you try to relight a candle within 10 seconds, it's probably not going to work out very well, especially if you have a book of matches. A book, a, a, books, a book or a box of matches makes no sense for this type of game. But hey, you do you. If you want to use a book or a box of matches, let me know the end results. I would love to hear from you if you survive. Again, I'm not in no way, shape or form endorsing or having you or encouraging you to do this game everyone has their own mind and their own way of thinking but if you do attempt this game and if you do do it please let me know how it goes but just don't use a lighter <laughs> you know and if you perform if you fail to perform any of the actions correctly so if you can't relight your your candle in 10 seconds make sure you put your you know you have your salt circle around you i wonder if it really counts or if it's just like a salt square or a salt hexagon does it necessarily have to be a circle like uh, in SpongeBob is, or is the Midnight Man still going to fuck me up if I can't get a complete circle? I, I just th these type of things right there where it doesn't give me specifics makes me nervous. It makes me not want to. Not, well, I wasn't going to attempt this game anyway. I mean, number one, my wife's not going to let me use the salt. So I'm going to get fucked up by the Midnight Man because I don't have a salt circle because my wife doesn't let me use the salt. You know what I mean? But it, the, oh my gosh, this is. This is not, this isn't a good game. I mean, if you experience any of the first three occurrences, leave the area immediately. So the first three occurrences are sudden drops in temperature, the sound of a soft whisper with no discernible source, and the appearance of a humanoid figure within the dark. So if you experience any of those three, you need to run and get out of that area because the midnight man is going to get your ass and fuck you up. Leave, run. You skip, backflip, do whatever you need to do, but get the hell out of that area because you are screwed if you don't. That's basically what the rules are saying. I mean, if you experienced any of those three anyway, then you're, oh boy, I tell you. And of course, with all sets of games and, and rules and regulations that there are definite do nots. You're just not supposed to do these. So do not turn on any lights during the game i couldn't find a reason why you're not supposed to turn the light on i i just it doesn't make any sense to me i would think that you know since the midnight man is going to be away from candles or can, you know he's going to keep the the midnight man at bay with a, with a lit candle i would think that if you turn the light on then you would completely demolish the midnight man right but no according to the rules and and the do nots it doesn't work 
maybe if you turn on the light, then you'll just see yourself get fucked up in, in, in the lit room versus, <laughs> versus in the dim darkness. So again, do not use a flashlight. I don't understand why. I'm going to have a flashlight next to me. What happens if I do it? Am I going to get tore up? He's going to come back from, you know, from behind me and shank me or what's going to happen? I need to know. If anyone knows, let me know because I don't know what's going to happen. I, 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 I have a flashlight. It's like a $350 rechargeable flashlight that I got. Okay, not really. It was like $40 that, that, I, that I have, but it's a great flashlight. It's really bright. I'm going to keep that with me just in case. And of course, I mean, this is the common. Why would, why would this even be in a do not list? Do not go to sleep during the game. Who in their right mind would start a game with the Midnight Man and then fall asleep during the middle of the game? That doesn't make any sense. So you're just setting yourself up to get fucked up easier by the Midnight Man. I mean, can you imagine the Midnight Man coming around? Where are you? I... Wait, what the fuck? Did this fool really fall asleep on the couch while summoning me? We're right in the middle of a game and this dude fell asleep on the couch. Does he know I'm the Midnight Man? Does he know that I'm going to tear his organs out in alphabetical order? Does he know that if he wakes up or when he wakes up, if I allow him to, he's going to suffer hallucinations of his greatest fear? Does this dude just not give a fuck about his life? <laughs> you have the midnight man just standing there arguing with himself, really questioning why I fell asleep on the couch during the game. <laughs> it doesn't that that should be a given. Do not fall asleep during the game. You see. Do not use a lighter instead of a candle during the game. Well, that makes sense because, I mean, if you use a lighter, it's going to heat up. The fuel's going to burn out and it's going to go out and then you're going to get fucked up by the midnight man. That that makes sense. I mean, I understand why you, you would need a, a lighter over a candle. Anyone who uses a candle, I mean, a lighter over a candle, they should get uh, fear-induced hallucinations by the midnight man. It doesn't make any sense. Don't use a goddamn lighter. Use a Use a candle. Preferably one with Jesus on the front or some sort of religious figure on the candle. You know, the, the Mexican candles where you see in the stores off in the Mexican area where they have the, the Virgen of Guadalupe, the Virgin, the Virgin Mary. And then you have like Jesus holding his hands up and, you know, just a bunch of other things. That, that's what I would think. I, I would use one of those candles just in case, unless you're me and you're atheist then it's not really going to work. <laughs> So I'm just screwed. I'm just gonna have to use a, a pumpkin spice candle to help me through, <laughs> help me through my game with the Midnight Man. So, do not use a person's blood other than your own during the game. Well, what if? Okay, so I know a lot of people get squeamish when they pro, when they pick their own finger, but they can see blood, guts, and ass all day long. So you're telling me that I can't use my best friend's blood when uh, when I'm doing this game? That doesn't make any sense. What if I don't want to get pricked in my finger? It hurts. So what happens? Like, do you do you um, put bad juju on your friend for for using their blood instead of your own? Like uh, if anyone's have if anyone has watched uh, Paranormal Activity 2, there is a scene where uh, one of the sisters and, and well, her sister and her husband burn a pig. Well, not it wasn't or it wasn't the gal herself. It was her husband who burned the picture and threw it inside the fireplace to put the the evil haunting and possession onto Katie, which was the main actress in Paranormal Activity 1. So I wonder if it, if that has the same ideal or the same function that if you use someone else's blood, uh, finger blood, then you're going to get, you know, you're, you're pretty much setting them up to get fucked up without them even knowing. But I think if you use someone's finger blood, then they're going to know 
<laughs> they're going to know you used it if you, if you use someone else's finger blood. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So do not attempt to leave your home during this game. I wonder why. I mean, I wonder if it has some weird, uh, weird curse on you where you're pretty much going to die if you leave your house because though you got outside of the, the rules of the game. It was really difficult for me to find people who, I guess, pretty much survived this game or uh, were able to do all the do nots. It's it's a it's a real taboo subject. I mean, it's an urban legend game, so not many people are going to share their experiences, especially if they didn't survive. That uh, that makes sense. And see, okay, so now out of all this thing, here's the most fucked up thing out of this entire game. A lot of things that that you would think, you know, hey, after this game, everything's going to be good and great. So, well. No. So do not assume that the midnight man has left your home for good at the conclusion of this game. So, I mean, what's the point of following all of these rules if at the end of it, the midnight man is still going to be in your house getting ready to fuck you up when the game, when you think the game is over? I wonder if you do any of the do not list on the, if you do any of the things that are on the do not do list that the midnight man is going to stay lingering around until, until it feels like you're, he's done tormenting you. So that that's one of the, the fucked up things about this, about this game is that why, I mean, you have, you follow the rules exactly. You do what you need to do, but you still can't, uh, you, you can't assume that the midnight man has left your home for good. So does that mean that even even if you don't play the game, you know, from following that the initial time you played it, that the midnight man will still come around between midnight and three thirty three? I mean, that, that I mean that's what I would think. So not only do you possibly not escape the initial meeting of the midnight man, now you have to stand guard and make sure that you don't get fucked up later on in the in in the days coming because the midnight man hasn't left your 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 house and you're still getting tormented by the midnight man this is why one of the things that that this game made me do this episode was once i started reading about it i'm like why what why why would someone create such a dumbass game to where you know you you pretty much can't win the game you're going to get fucked up at the end of it now my middle child Krista cat her and her best friend they play a lot of these games they played a lot of games urban legend games you know they've done hey charlie charlie or I don't know if it's Hey Charlie Charlie or just Charlie Charlie, and they've done a few other, uh, a few other uh, urban legend games because you know that's what they do. They stayed home at our apartment. They went ghost hunting. They summoned demons. You just you know, what teenage kids do. I know that I wish when I was younger I had a friend that would do the same thing with me: go hunt ghosts, summon demons, and play these urban legend games. But unfortunately, everybody was all scared and didn't want to play those games. So I remember my kid telling me that the midnight game was one game her and her friend refused to play because it was such a fucked up game and it was one of those games where you know similar to the Ouija board you don't know if it's true but you don't know if it isn't true and instead of trying to figure out how true it is you just not play the game and just leave it as that possibility, as that concern, or as that question mark, I should say, on if the game is real or if the game is not real. That's that's one of those things where it's better left alone instead of trying to trying to debunk it. And again, for anyone who has played this game or who have played this game, I want to know. Let me know. My email, graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. It's always in the show notes. Email me and let me know. 
I'm curious if you if anyone has actually played this game. So Grumbler's Thoughts. Again, God, that sounds so lame. I need something cooler. Grumbler's Thoughts. So my thought about this whole urban legend game, don't do it. Don't. It's not something to play around with. Like I mentioned just a few seconds ago, it, it, it's kind of like the Ouija board. You don't know if the Ouija board really opens up another realm or invites demons and shit into your into your home. But with the midnight game, you're pretty much inviting the midnight man to come and fuck you up. Obviously, no matter what you do, you can't win the game. Even if uh, even if the game is over, don't assume that the game is over and the midnight man has have has left your house because there's a big possibility that he's still at your home ready to beat your ass up. I, I can't get down with that game. I can't get down with the game where you don't know if you've won fully or if if they're still lingering around ready to ready to haunt you and 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 pretty much kill you. I don't know the the source of the Midnight game. I haven't really found it. I, it, I did a real quick research on it so I can get today's episode out. And I did promise that I would release an episode today. So I, you know, I wanted to do a little bit more research. So hopefully uh, Goddess Guidance will join me to discuss a little more about the Midnight game. That way I can do a little bit more research and have a little more information for everyone. But uh, I don't think this is a game that I will ever try to play. Number one, because my wife won't let me use the salt and throw it all over the floor to protect myself. That's not going to happen. So there's one protection that I'm not going to be able to have. And I'm not going to walk around with a goddamn candle in my hand trying to find or run away from the midnight man. And I also have a huge problem summoning something at midnight and having to stay walking around for three and a half hours just until the game is maybe over. And you don't even know if the game is fully over. The game is the game might be over. It's not for sure if the game is over or not. And I have a problem with that. It's the game is interesting. The game is pretty cool to learn about and to read about. But unfortunately, getting my organs ripped out and being uh, getting put into uh, my deepest, darkest fear induced hallucination is not something for me. When I used to do hallucinogens back in high school, I did it so I can be so I can open my mind, so I can expand it, so I can enjoy the the more uh, finer things in the in the hallucination life. I don't want to be scared out of my mind. That's called a bad trip. I have no I have no interest in in having a bad trip to where I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself. And again, for those of you who listen to this, if you do have any thoughts of self harm, suicide, please please seek help in your region in your area. It's better to talk to someone than talk to no one. I guarantee you, you call the crisis line, people are there to listen to you and people to help. Please don't go about this alone. It's a scary, dark tunnel and you don't need to go down there alone. You know, at least have someone walk through the tunnels with you. Uh, do I recommend this game for for everyone? Absolutely not. I do not and I do not uh, recommend people to play this game. Again, but if you do, I want to know what happens. Email me. <laughs> This um, the uh, midnight game isn't a game that I have any interest in playing. I don't have any interest at all in wanting to get my my guts or my my organs removed. It, I don't understand. But again, it, it's it's pretty cool to read about. It's pretty cool to learn about, and it's one of those trippy things that I'm glad I looked it up to release this episode. But Again, quick one, just a reminder, uh, this Sunday, 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 Sam from uh, Urban Legends and Other Dreadful Curiosities will join me on the show. 
Hopefully, I will get Goddess guidance on the show to talk a little more about the Midnight Game with me, about the salt circles and everything else, and what other ways you can think to protect yourselves from the Midnight Man so you can have a better chance at winning this game. Uh, Let me see. My new schedule, I should be releasing episodes every Sunday now. My new schedule will have me off on Sunday, so I should be able to release episodes consistently on the same day of the week until further notice when my schedule decides to change again. Uh, Next uh, episode is going to be about another urban legend creepy game. I just haven't decided which one yet. I need to consult my youngest, my 11-year-old. He will let me know on what uh, what game he chose he chooses for me and what he suggests other than that i appreciate everyone's love and support and thank you for listening and hopefully you continue to listen continue to share continue to rate my show on on uh, apple podcast i appreciate each and every one of you very very much and as always good morning good day good night goodbye this is the end this is the end Graveyard Grumbler Podcast.